0: Let's talk about wokeism as being one of the characteristics, not the only, but of mm-hmm. the new of the new uh, horror Babylon Church that we're seeing forming the, the the Laodicean Church.
1: Yeah, when you when you study wokeism, the the real origins of it is just cultural Marxism. Mm-hmm. And what Marxism figured out is that the only way we're going to take America and change its economy uh, uh, into a communistic Marxist type of common uh, economy is we're going to have to change the morality of America first. And the way to do that is through cultural Marxism. And so we change that, and it's back to Satan, you know. Just changing uh, like adultery to having an affair. We just change the names, right? You know, make it sound better. Make it sound better, and then because we change the names, it's all a language-based thing. It's Jargon, yeah, yeah. So once you change it, oh, it's palatable. It's an affair, or it's um, an alternative lifestyle. Open relationship. Open (laughs) relate. Yeah, all that stuff. You know, and you, you everyone knows the the jargon, but the jargon. Satan's very clever in this. He changes the, 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 the jargon and then it gives a different connotation mm-hmm. and then it becomes acceptable in a society. And then eventually demanded. Right. Right. And promoted, like Romans mm-hmm. one says. So this has been going on in America for some time. So yeah, the, the new term is wokeism, but really it's cultural Marxism introducing, well, let's say, let's say this: introducing a 180 lawless system versus the Judeo-Christian ethos. Yeah. And and they know, the Marxists know, you're going to take America out. You've got to get rid of their Judeo-Christian ethics and morals. Or confuse it. And confuse it. Or or, or redefine it. Redefine it, yep. All that stuff. And so they've been very clever. So they demoralized it. You can see all the stages of what they did. They demoralized us. They brought in a new ethic. And now um, you and I are now public enemy number one Mm -hmm. because we go against that ethos. And so, woke is just a modern term for, I call it, 180ism or lawlessness. And people hear the word lawlessness in the Bible and they think, what do you mean, anarchy? No, no, no. No. No, it means, it's Isaiah 5. God says this is good. They say it's bad. Yep. And it's the the opposite, polar opposites. It's turning the thing, the whole the ethos and the morality upside
0: down. I mean, it, exactly. It's, it's on its complete head.
1: It's on, and and that's intentional because if you can turn everything on its complete head, then you can control. And then then the, the, people are going to worship something. They are right. they like you, you asked Nathan, is there an atheist? No, they're worshiped. So they got to change the worship to worship this different god. And the new god is statism. And, uh, and whatever they push, they say, God bless America, whatever. But that doesn't mean anything mm. to them. Will they say Jesus bless America? No. Most likely not. <laughs> no, they won't brand his name. So we're watching the rise of the state church because of wokeism and changing just the fundamental understanding of theology and, and morality. And, and think about this, mother, where this goes. Because people say, well, how far can they go? They'll go all the way. Because evil doesn't have a restraint. Mm-mm. It eventually has to be restrained by God. And and so now, you know, the, the where it's going is this push towards legalizing pedophilia. Um, they, they don't even call it that. They call it... Um, uh, consent. Consent, minor mm-hmm. attracted persons. Yep. And here's, here's the argument. And so let me dovetail just a little bit to finish this. How are they going to get that legalized? Well, it's through the transgender movement. That's how. Mm-hmm. Because right now... In the transgender movement, they're saying as young as two years old, a person can decide what sex they want to be. So the pedophiles are already using that argument saying, wait, wait a second. If you're saying a two-year-old can make a decision on what sex they want to be, then they're old enough to determine who they want to have sex with. That's the argument coming from the pedophiles. And you're thinking, are we really going there? You watch. The longer we're here, the worse it will become. And I think what God, what, why is God allowing us to see this? Well, number one, we have a job to do. But I think, in in one sense, it, w- this is my own opinion. I think He's letting us see how bad it's really getting, in order to understand the justification for the tribulation. Yeah. Because we look at the tribulation like, wow, this is the worst time in in all of humanity, and you and I, Mondo, and everyone else listening and watching, can understand why. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, oh, it's, war- it's
1: warranted. It's warranted. Yeah. We're past Sodom and Gomorrah now. We're—I mean—we're now Genesis six stuff, doing genetic coding, uh, wanting to create designer babies. Mm-hmm. Wait a second, time out! You're messing with God's creation now, and so it's warranted on, on almost every front. Yeah, you know. So you know when you see, uh, I find it, you know, just—I
0: don't—interesting know, interesting or, or heartening or encouraging in one sense because during. If you read revelation during the tribulation the angels are uh on several occasions uh, you know a, a massive judgment happens and uh, you know a third are dead or whatever yeah and they say righteous and true are your judgments, O Lord.
1: Amen. So they're yeah.
0: over there. They're acknowledging. They're seeing it, and they're watching the the rebellion of humanity. Um, you know, they they refuse to worship God, and they, in fact, they're cursing him. They refuse to repent. Yeah. At re- Revelation nine, they, re- they refuse to repent of their pharmacia, their drugs, their yeah. adulteries, their worship of demons. Uh, yeah. You're like, wow, it, it's it's amazing to me uh, to see how accurate Scripture is, but also the ways in which the testimony of the of the supernatural world is saying. Man, these guys deserve every bit because of their rebellion against God.
1: Yeah. It, it, man, you're, you're, you're making an excellent point because in Revelation, those, those, there's three stops like that. Mm-hmm. There's three pauses. Uh, and in those three pauses, uh, grace is given. Will you repent? And they won't. Mm-hmm. All three times in those three pauses. And you can see great, God's grace and mercy throughout that. But then you add the other factor in, the demonic factor. Mm -hmm. You can't have this discussion about Laodicea without understanding the demonic influence that's going on in the churches today. So let me add this. Mm -hmm. I did a whole presentation (coughs) with Jan about the demonic influence that we're seeing on a personal level from, from believers coming to us saying, I'm being attacked. Yeah. And we're not talking about, I couldn't find a parking lot, uh, car, uh, uh, parking spa. <laughs> space, and so I'm demonically attacked. You're right. No, we're talking about harassment dreams. We're, so, we're talking oh, yeah. about paranormal yeah. activity. And we say, what's going on? And the, this is the difference that I've seen that's, that's different before. Before when people would come to me and say, I'm having demonic activity. Okay, you're either involved in the occult, you're doing, paying tarot cards, or you're doing right, something yeah. that would attract that. Something. Yeah, yeah. The new movement is they're attacking sold out Christians serving the Lord and trying to go the second mile then they get attacked. Yeah. And I I told Jan this at at the at the her conference I said Jan I've never seen that before. I've never seen where solid Christians who are not messing with the occult they're just serving God and and they're putting themselves out there. Yeah. Bold are, are yeah. bold and they're getting attacked. Harassment dreams, just weird stuff happening to them. And I said Apparently the demonic realm does not like this last final push by the church to get the truth out and they're trying to stop us all from from getting that truth out. And then you look at the level of immorality that's now being introduced in the church and the culture and you can't you can't walk away and say that's mm-hmm. just human. This is demonic. No. This is on a whole new level. Even even I would say um unbelievers
0: that are are caught up into it that are maybe middle ground yeah, they're still looking going, what in the world? You know, maybe you call it, whatever, the, it doesn't matter. They just recognize something's going on. They can't put their finger on yeah. it. They just know that what they have experienced over the last 10 years, the changes are absolutely unprecedented. Now, we, of course, we have the spiritual answers for it. But yeah, I think for those listening, uh, and I, I imagine you would agree with this, that uh, one of the most important things that, that I ask constantly is, if you're a listener, pray for us. Pr- yeah. Pray for the ministries right. because, you know, the – what I see is, you know, every day we I tell people, I used to tell this to the church people. Every day, every night, you you usually pray before your meal. Make sure to pray for the church. Yeah. Pray, pray for the leadership. Yeah. Why, why, why? Just throw us in. Throw yeah, us in, please. While, while you're praying please. for your dinner, right. just you know, ask for a spiritual protection because we know uh, that that prayer changes. Prayer works for sure, yeah. and that we we need that more than anything else.